0: Our coaches taught us early on, be so happy for the person that got what you want as if it happened to you. Yeah. That was the best advice I ever received. Hi, everyone. I'm Sid Sharice.
1: And I'm David Bosher.
0: And you're listening to Destroy the Hairdresser.
1: Where we teach you to salon differently.
0: If you are still using a front desk in your salon, it may be time to future-proof your business with Aura Salonware. Aura allows you and your team to check clients out from any device. That means there's no need for a front desk or front desk overhead. What's even more amazing is that clients can check themselves out using the Aura app from their own device. With Aura Salonware, you can finally let technology streamline your business. Start removing your front desk today by visiting aurasalonwarecom DTH to receive special discounts and promos. Are you exhausted trying to get your team to understand the cost of product use? Let's jump into the future with Scale. Have more proactive conversations with real numbers that can help create less waste. SalonScale software is a pro stylist app that gets your team educated on the real costs of doing business.
1: SalonScale is a great solution for wasting less color and making more profit. Visit salonscale.com DTH and use code DTH10 at checkout for 10% off. Did you grow up sharing? You're an only child-ish.
0: Um, I'm a really good... Sh- I don't want you, to toot my horn, but like if I'm good at anything, it's sharing.
1: You are really good at sharing.
0: I am so... I live to share.
1: But you know what? It's like Sid lives to share. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: well, unless it's food. It's not food. unconditional. Unless it's food. I will absolutely share my food all the time. Like you'll never starve in my house, but
1: but it's almost like you like your version of sharing
0: you can use all my things but is don't receiving. go them it's receiving it is it's my love language
1: like you want to share you want to be the one that shared it more yeah. than you want to share I right
0: yeah I also I taught my wife how to share because she grew up with a brother that would take all her things
1: but you're you have a lot of siblings but you're the only you I'm my mom's your, only kid yeah
0: but I am w- the second oldest of five Right. Because my dad was a
1: hoe. <laughs> <laughs> but you grew up by yourself uh, as, as a single child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As yeah, an yeah. only child. A single child. A single child. I have a similar mm-hmm. story. My, my parents weren't hoes, but... um, <laughs> Well, my mom's kind of a hoe, but it's different. <laughs> she didn't have kids like that. So, I, my, my dad uh, and stepmom mm-hmm. fostered uh, 10 kids. Yeah. And then I have two stepsisters and I have one biological brother, but my biological brother is 10 years older. So, and I'm the youngest of all of the all of the people. And I grew up with my mom, whereas everyone else kind of grew up with my dad because they were divorced. Yeah. So I also had a lot of siblings, but I grew up as an only child.
0: Yeah. It's a weird it's feeling. It's a weird feeling because you're like, I have only child syndrome, but I also have sibling energy. Yeah.
1: So and it's weird. I don't know about you, but because I'm a, I'm the baby, when people bring like my brother had babies or my family or my other siblings had kids, I like didn't know what to do with them. I was like, oh, I was kind of like hold it.
0: No, I I think it's because all my siblings were babies, so like
1: yeah, you had like the opposite. I was the
0: babysitter. Like they were like here, hold
1: this, and you know? I was and babysat. Like, ah. Speaking of baby babysat, when I was little, this is my earliest hair story. I was I was so little. I had to have been. Four or five. Yeah. But it was a traumatic experience. I remember it. Oh, and God. my cousin, or my, br- I think it was my brother and my cousin, <clears throat> they were, we were in the bathroom and I can remember sitting there and I had, long, my mom had me, my, I had long hair as a, as a little kid mm-hmm. um, because my mom, beautiful. my mom loved long, beautiful hair. Um, she also wanted me to be a girl and my name was going to be Caroline. A. I
0: was supposed to be a boy, Mackenzie yeah. Parker. My mom wanted to call me Mac.
1: Is so, that what? We that's were why secretly we're gay. gay. Um, it is our parents see our moms didn't want to be their fault but it is bam Um, bam.
0: you wanted a boy you got a lesbian for a daughter
1: (laughs) so I have so many stories I was supposed to be Kara Lene and my mom's a narcissist and guess what her name is
0: Carrie Renee Mm -hmm. I just put that together
1: I was supposed to be
0: brilliant
1: yeah I was like work. She's clever, mm-hmm. right? But then I just and then people I don't know if people know this but my my legal name is Caleb. So mm-hmm. I'm, my name's Caleb Bosher. Um and I changed it to David. But uh growing up people are
0: like why? Why? Yeah.
1: If you go <laughs> Long to the store. Yeah, if you the story's in there somewhere in the episodes. <laughs> but um I grew up not having to share really. huh And I got to tell you I still don't Still don't love it.
0: What's funny that you don't love it, yet you created a company with <laughs> such an impactful share I did. culture <laughs> method built into it that has been thriving it's, in on.
1: It's funny, I don't like sharing, I but I know it works. <laughs> 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 it's the same And that's
0: the point. You don't have to like it.
1: It's actually the same <laughs> with everything. I don't like eating healthy, I know it works. I don't like working out, I know everything I don't like works. Yeah. But I think with in today's world, we all we live in a share economy. We live in everything's share. Share this post. Share this link. Share everything's share. Mm-hmm. Um, but the consciousness is kind Missing. of what's slipping.
0: Yeah,
1: it's not really share because it's share
0: because I have to share because I'm gonna get left behind. It's share. share to
1: get something. Yeah. The only thing left that's share to share is memes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I love sharing a meme. And I love thinking about the person laughing. That <laughs> so brings me you, joy. When
0: you we literally have a thread. If someone we doesn't
1: a, laugh or tell me that they laughed, even if they didn't, I just need if there's no confirmation, I'm pissed.
0: You send me memes, and you can tell when I really think they're funny or not.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so they didn't know that her read receipts were on, and so she's been reading all my messages
0: and ignoring her. and ass. not
1: responding, and then I get pissed after hours, and she doesn't know why I'm mad, and I go because I see that you read my messages, and I'm like, I didn't. She didn't know that. I can see that.
0: I mean, I like I read them, and then I was like, "I'll respond to this later." We all do it.
1: You yeah. You do it. Yeah, but I don't. But you don't know I do it. I, I know, know you do
0: it because you didn't respond to me. <laughs> Listen, this isn't a best friend. We'll talk about, about this later.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but, but I think you know it's it's funny that you said that we created that the share culture in our business. The salon industry struggles with this. Oh.
0: When we say that it is okay for stylists to work at multiple salons, and for salon owners to share employees' meltdown setting. And, like, and
1: for staff to share clients.
0: And for staff to share clients. I love sh- sharing clients with you. When we say share culture, we
1: mean share like everything.
0: Yeah. Help uplift. We talk a big talk about, let's uplift each other and let's support each other. But the minute that it d- inconveniences you, all sharing and supporting is ended.
1: When someone says... That the or if big, it threatens you. If someone says the biggest thing they want in this industry is community, I I'm all, I I'm yeah. like, no, this person. You don't. That's a buzzword.
0: It's such a it's a triggering word now.
1: <laughs> community. What does that even mean? Yeah. What do you what in your mind, what does community actually mean?
0: Um a collective consciousness mm. of people uh thriving to create. I've never been asked this. Thriving to create fairness, but not only fairness.
1: Striving or thriving?
0: Striving to create fairness, which then creates... Thriving. Thriving, (laughs) but all together. I mean, they're lifting each other up. They're supporting each other and it's not about one other's success. They don't have to be on the same level as successes, but they're proud. You know, our coaches taught us early on be so happy for the person that got what you want as if it happened to you. Yeah. That was the best advice I ever received. So when someone gets, you know, when I was trying to buy a house and someone on Facebook got a house, you know, I'm like, good for them, you know, because... Celebrate it celebrate like it. you got it. And so I've I've kept that in my career. Every time someone got a job that I wanted or you know, they were charging the amount that I wasn't ready to charge or you know, whatever whatever the thing was that I was hold, I was holding myself back in and they were receiving I had to celebrate it like wholeheartedly like it happened to me. That's a hard consciousness to live in.
1: It's very hard. It's not our first instinct.
0: But it's true share culture.
1: I, you know, when I think of sh- when I think of community, I-, I just think of the old school, like, it takes a village. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't think we, especially as Americans, have a good concept of what community means.
0: I agree with that.
1: I think we, and I think that's why we all say it and want it. Like, we want the feeling. We want the idea of it. Yeah, well, but we just don't know how to get it. Yeah. But then when you find out that real community means there's a sacrifice of your own ego, Mm-hmm. I think that's when people are like, oh, never mind. Yeah, <laughs> like that. It's you realize it's not all about you, and that the part that you play might not just be one hundred percent self indulgent. You have to mm-hmm. like participate in other people's success, like you said. I think that's where people get like, what's in it for me?
0: That yeah, once, but why once does you, there have to be something in it for you? You should be, but I think th- creating th- th- your own. <laughs>
1: Yeah. What's in it for you is when you need help, then you ask for it. Yeah. When you need support, that yeah, then you then you go and get it from the same people. Yeah. The other thing is, I think, I think it's also complicated in salons. We we want to we want to say community, but at the end of the day, you didn't really pick all these people. Mm -hmm. Maybe the salon owner did, but like you as a staff member or employee or hairdresser, maybe you didn't choose. Every single person. But there's still a level of community and respect.
0: This is why we stress to our salon owners to not just hire everybody and every, and, and anybody. Um, really hire the people that fit within your brand, that are on the same mission as you, that are, you know, on the same Or level, missions that you can support. Or missions that you can support because it's great to bring inward. And then when you do that, it creates true community because the stylist is trying to find someone that is, they're trying to find a space and a business that aligns with them. Right. So they want to also know that you hired other people like them. Right. Right. What if you could still give your clients great hair with less products? What if that product line made you money with less inventory on the shelves? What if that product line was also made with gentle ingredients, is biodegradable, and the packaging is refillable? All this may seem impossible, but with Hairstory, it is possible. Hairstory is a brand that is equal parts mindful as it is great hair. Give your clients amazing products while filling your bank account with extra cash. Ready to try new wash for free? Visit hairstory.com slash DTH to get pro access today.
1: I think when... Someone says community, they they assume it means we all get along.
0: Yeah.
1: And we're all on the same page. Yeah. It's also I, okay if you're not. Yeah. And I think people are saying community and they actually mean team. Like we're uh-huh. on the same team. Okay. But community is a different thing. Community is give and take. Community is becoming part of, like you said, a collective consciousness of people that are on the same mission in some way. Yeah, yeah. All different facets of the same mission. And I think with salon owners and hairdressers, it gets really wonky. Yeah. But I think it gets wonky because salon owners don't know what their mission is. Yeah. They don't know where they're going. There's a... Not all the time.
0: You know, I say this all the time, when, especially when I'm teaching any sort of branding or social media. If you do not have clarity within yourself and who you are... Your brand, your mission, your presence will always fall short.
1: Right. And we've also, you know, I think we posted this a long time ago that even if you don't have a brand, it will be, you'll become one.
0: Yeah. By being authentic.
1: Yeah. It'll just naturally form. I mean,
0: we've, we've taught like, uh, I use Andy Judd a lot as an example of that, that he just was himself. Yeah. And in turn, that created the Andy Judd brand but it's just authentic to him.
1: And by the way, your brand and who you are, you're not you're it's it's a accumulation of other people's effects on you. Right? And influence everything, on everything
0: everything is a there's a great book called Steel Like an Artist. I've talked about it 9,000 times. You actually introduced me yeah, to Yeah, by Austin Kleon. Mhm. Um to him, all of his books were great and this book in particular is my Fucking favorite.
1: And it's a short, it's like it's, a coffee table book. It's, you
0: literally could read it in... Five geez,
1: minutes.
0: I would say an hour and a half, you know, <laughs> tops, if you're really taking your time. And the sole purpose of the book or the the sole message of the book is that everything is a copy of a copy of a copy. And that's what creates your uniqueness. So everyone that's like... You know, I don't want to copy someone. I don't want something. You are always going to be influenced by something. Every decade is influenced by another. I mean, look at we have 90s fashion coming back and 2000s fashion coming Thank back. God. Everything's cycling. I know, right? Love my a rip gene. And everything's <laughs> cycling. And it's okay because that is creating new art, new inspiration. Nothing is actually truly going to be authentic because every awesome thing that we connect to, especially as artists, is birthed through inspiration.
1: I think when you're creating share culture in a space everyone is so afraid of stepping on toes like well I well they're the you know they are the ones that do extensions they're the ones that do the blonding they do it's like find your thing by experimenting expressing interests learn from everyone around you that's what creates community yeah not not this like oh well that's their thing
0: not it's my word and my way and my business that's dictatorship <laughs>
1: There are a lot. We talked about this in other episodes mm-hmm. where you go to a you'll go to a salon as a as a new stylist, and they they want you to learn their way of blow drying. Yeah, and it's like that's not community. That's not share culture. It's not beneficial. Teaching them a technique, sharing
0: a way, yeah. of blow drying is a great addition to their tool belt. Showing you know making it this is the way, but it kind of gets kind of on the iffy
1: it, side. Share culture and dictatorship can get really close. The other thing I see a lot in salons is, I'm going to teach you this thing, and then if you leave, you have to pay me for it. it. Or I'm going to teach you this thing, and if you leave, I'm going to sue you because you used my technique. Mm -hmm. This happens a lot in the the extension world, too. Um, But that's, the reason that doesn't work, that used to work. Like, that used to be how we did business. The reason that doesn't work anymore is because of the advent of social media and the internet, we, what we used to own, Mm -hmm. quote-unquote, isn't really hours anymore.
0: Yeah. We actually don't, unless someone like is verbatim th- teaching word word for word, like, you know, we've had people be like, what if someone shares a login and steals your stuff? I'm like, first off that, you know, our system is set up so that that can happen. But I'm like, even if it did, would it be that bad? Because our, our higher mission, you know, it it's not so much that it's it's causing, like look at Netflix, everybody's sharing passwords. They're still a multi-billion dollar right. company. They're still doing the thing, you know? Right. But it's like our higher mission was to change the industry. So if someone that maybe can't afford us or is in a place and they and that's the route they have to go, if it's getting the mission, and it's making changes, it's getting them more money, I don't fucking care.
1: Yeah, we've, we've Like, had, don't
0: be dishonest and an asshole. Come on, we're a small business. But We've had a lot so. of...
1: Sid and I have had a <laughs> lot of conversations of should we trademark every method we have? And we've had lawyers tell us mm-hmm. that we should trademark and everything. We, pick and and, choo- we picked and choose. like, And not that we haven't trademarked, certain things, but like every method. And you can't it's like,
0: trademark the word consciousness. You can't trademark yeah. things that are just universal.
1: I'm like, we teach people how to be more proactive. We don't own that material. That's that's just, that's, a human, that's a human process. But I think we might be the only ones that are maybe focusing on it as yeah. much as we do. But with the share culture, like the practices of share culture, having a salon where you share clients can be very difficult because we were taught, at least I, was, I don't know about you, but I was taught, they're your clients, you have to maintain them. You have to upsell them. You have to pre-book them. You have to sell them. Reach. I mean, that was what you were yeah. trained to do. And so, getting into the world of like,
0: I actually think that new. removed share culture because it, in a bad way, not in a proactive way, because it removed your uniqueness to share through education,
1: and it was more of just robotic script. Yeah, and it it created a weird like pissing contest.
0: Yeah, did. Like but is, I did. Well, I film more product today, and, this is, and I'm really good at holding the basket and putting products in it. And I'm,
1: a, <laughs> and I was really good at selling retail. I'm mean, me too. I was a retail king.
0: I'm still good at it with affiliate links,
1: <laughs> which is share culture. Yeah, but the other thing is influence. I think we're. Destroy the hairdresser takes it maybe a little bit further than what other people are comfortable with is sharing stylists from salon to salon. Yeah, this is a, this <sighs> is terrifying to most people, and
0: especially, um. Sharing employees, like that's such a, it's such a scary thing. But the reality is, you don't own people, Mm -hmm. and it's going to happen whether you like it or not. Why not? Why have it in secret? I think that's why not support it.
1: Most of our methods are, hey, these things happen. So instead of trying to fight it, which has which hasn't worked in centuries, Mm let's say centuries, (laughs) which hasn't worked in a very long time, forever. If it's not working, why don't we try the opposite? Yeah. And what does the opposite look like? Let's
0: create a solution to a problem. How weird is that?
1: People, are go- people, people want to work where they want to work. They And also, we used to call this open relationships. We did. We didn't call it uh, open door policy. We called it open relationships. Where we would suggest, and we still do, that stylists are able to work at other salons. And the reason we say that is because One, it gives them experiences beyond just your space. And two, it will give them the opportunity to really see where they want to be and to appreciate the space that they choose. So, for example, let's say a stylist works at my salon and they also work at your salon. Mm -hmm. We're not going to fight about who, where the clients are going. We're not going to worry about what the schedules are. We're just going- Which I
0: know people listening are already like their stomachs are dropping. Yeah, they've
1: already turned the channel. Uh, But let's say that's happening. Um, what most likely will happen and what we've seen happen over and over is that eventually the stylist picks a spot, but they they pick the spot and then they stay there. Yeah. For a long time. They do. Because they're not wondering what else is out there.
0: We actually just had this happen with one of our coaches. Oh yeah. She she had she shared an employee. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the offer at our coach's salon. Is really good and the education is thriving. And the stylist specifically wanted to learn more about extensions, so she picked up more days there. Not that she's not working at the other place, but but we also see so many people, you know, then go the opposite. Like that's and we've talked about specializing, you know, recently in episodes. And what's awesome is that it gives the stylist an opportunity to like, okay, I'm I'm a hair cutter and I. I'm working here. This is where the the majority of my income and financial safety come from. But I want to dabble in more. So I want to go to the salon and learn extensions or learn color and start to build a lucrative clientele over there. And it's okay to be in two different spaces. And I think that's beautiful. It's.
1: I will say it is one of the hardest uh, methods that we coach to for people to grasp. Is it? Maybe it's not.
0: It's, well, it's easy in our, when our DTH salons share people. But yeah. if outside, like we've had a DTH salon talk to someone that's not in coaching. Yes. And and really have to sit down and like, let's have coffee. And here's the benefit. It's almost like they're coaching this other salon owner. And the salon owner's is like, let's try it. And they'll try it with an employee. And like what ends up happening, it creates true community because they become friends. It takes a
1: fucking they're village. They're
0: supporting each other. It takes
1: a fucking village. I th- this This was one of the reasons we partnered with Aura mm-hmm. because… A lot of the technicalities, like scheduling and and things, come into play. Like, how does that work? Um, And Aura, you know, we with our station sharing methods, we started working with Aura because they have technology to support this method. So, for those of you that are interested in how to station share or how to create a share culture of letting stylists or open door policy where people can. Work in multiple locations aura is a system that really helps support that type of community which I think is so beneficial but it's hard I I don't think it's not for the faint of heart because you will when someone you'll lose them people will leave they'll come back but open door policy means the door is open yeah. it's never closed there are some people you should close the door on <laughs> and not <lock> everybody <laughs> yeah not everybody but but for the most part if like if, if a stylist leaves we hear this all the time like you know, one of my stylists is leaving to go work somewhere else. Don't burn the bridge. Don't say they can't. Don't just, all you need to say is, my door is always open.
0: She's like, I'm hurting right now. Like, this was just between us and her. But she's like, I'm hurting right now because I'm so sad to lose her. But I'm so happy for her new adventure. And I told her, my door is always open.
1: Exactly. And that's the point. It gets drafty, but it's worth it.
0: Next time on Destroy the Hairdresser, the podcast.
1: When, when you get something for free as a consumer, you don't say, hey, well, last time this was free. Yeah. Because you know that the next, you know automatically in a capitalist society that that free thing is no longer free.
0: mm mm-hmm.